You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 68. Today we'll read the 24th and last chapter of Luke together. Jesus appears to Simon Peter, Jesus walks with two men on the road to Emmaus, and Jesus appears to the eleven. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. Oh my goodness! You're about to read the last chapter of Luke. That's three books down and 24 to go. Wait, that doesn't sound very encouraging. Okay, how about this? 68 chapters down and 192 to go. Yeah, that sounds better. Well, there are a whole handful of books in the New Testament that only have one chapter, but I think you'll agree that in these first four Gospels, And then the book of the Acts of the Apostles, which is right after John, it takes what it takes to report even some of what happened in Jesus' life and the beginning of his beloved church. Luke chapter 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the tomb, bringing the spices they had prepared they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. They went in, but did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men stood by them in dazzling clothes. But the women were terrified and bowed down to the ground. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? asked the men. He is not here but he has risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, It is necessary that the Son of Man be betrayed into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and rise on the third day? And they remembered his words. Returning from the tomb, they reported all these things to the eleven and to all the rest, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them were telling the apostles these things. But these words seemed like nonsense to them, and they did not believe the women. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. When he stooped to look in, he only saw the linen cloths. So he went away amazed at what had happened. Now that same day, 
two of them were on their way to the village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. Together they were discussing everything that had taken place. And while they were discussing and arguing, Jesus himself came near and began to walk along with them. But they were prevented from recognizing him. Then he asked them, What is this dispute that you're having with each other as you are walking? And they stopped walking and looked discouraged. The one named Cleopas answered him, Are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that happened there in these days? What things? he asked them. So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, powerful in action and speech before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we were hoping that he was the one who was about to redeem Israel. Besides all this, it's the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women from our group astounded us. They arrived early at the tomb, and when they didn't find his body, they came and reported that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they didn't see him. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Wasn't it necessary for the Messiah to suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted for them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. They came near the village where they were going, and he gave the impression that he was going further. But they urged him, Stay with us, because it's almost evening, and now the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. It was as he reclined at the table with them that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he disappeared from their sight. They said to each other, Weren't our hearts burning within us while he was talking with us on the road and explaining the scriptures to us? That very hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and those with them gathered together, who said, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then they began to describe what had happened on the road and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. As they were saying these things, he himself stood in their midst. He said to them, Peace to you. But they were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. Why are you troubled? he asked them. And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you can see I have. Having said this, he showed them his hands and feet. But while they were still amazed 
and in disbelief because of their joy, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. But he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He also said to them, This is what is written, The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead the third day and repentance for forgiveness of sins will be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And look, I am sending you what my Father promised. As for you, stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. Then he led them out into the vicinity of Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and was carried up into heaven. After worshiping him, they returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple praising God. Before I dive into what really stood out to me in this chapter, I just want to reiterate that if someone had made this story up, he or she would not have concocted the lie this way. Just like we talked before about God choosing for the story of Jesus' birth to come through shepherds, someone who might have made up the story of Jesus' resurrection would not have told it through women. I know it might rub most of us the wrong way, but women were property in ancient Bible times, not trusted newscasters. Moving on. What occurs to me over and over in this chapter is how people were repeatedly startled by out-of-this-world moments. Let's count the ways. Angels appear to an unsuspecting group of women. Just imagine that for a minute. And then Peter's amazement when he stepped inside the tomb. Sheets, but no body. And how about the seven-mile walk Cleopas and his fellow disciple took with the risen but unrecognized Jesus? He broke that bread, and suddenly the switch flipped on. Weren't our hearts burning within us? Then he appeared to Peter, and then to the whole group. They had watched him die, and then there he was. I believe John will tell us that the doors were locked. And if all that weren't enough, they stood and watched him ascend into the sky. Humans don't fly, but there they were watching him rise. Let's pray. Oh, Father, thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you for your out-of-this-world moments. Our one prayer today is that you open our minds, too, to understand the scriptures. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you 
what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.